Father, thanking you, first of all, Lord, for everything that you do, everything that you show us, how you guide us, Lord. We ask that these tithes and these offerings, Lord, be multiplied for your, for your vision and your purpose, Lord Jesus. That you may be glorified continually, Lord, uh, and your will be done in our lives, Lord, as you guide our hearts and direct us in this community, Father. Bless all the members here, Lord, and uh, just continue to work in their lives, Father, and helping them and guiding them in everything, Jesus. I ask, Father, that you just uh, um, bless this uh, service. Uh, right now, prepare our hearts to receive your word, Lord. Prepare all the kids and the youth, their hearts, Father, that they can go into class, Lord, and receive a piece of you, Lord, and take it with them, Father. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. Well, God bless the kids and the youth, amen. God bless y'all to your classes and se pueden sentar todos, hermanos. Y'all may be seated. So uh, just a little bit of a news. Uh, I contacted the developer of the app, and they said that they've been having a problem with the apps So on other churches, so it's not just ours. So they've been looking into it, and they're going to send me a message once they fixed it. Uh, but we were the first one to let them know, which is crazy. But once they started looking into it within their company and reaching out to some other, I guess, uh, churches, they said that, yeah, you know what? Ever since there was an update that was done that they did, uh, something happened. So uh, good news is that hopefully we'll start seeing those uh, notifications coming up for the prayers when there's a prayer that's put on there. Amen. Um, but we're still able, everybody I think is getting, that's registered, is getting the notification main notification from the church, right? I think I everybody gets that one, like about the events today and, and all that stuff. So praise the Lord for that. Uh, but God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Dios bendiga a todos, hermanos. Estaba diciendo que estaba hablando con uh, que hicieron la aplicación y me estaban diciendo que uh, si estaban teniendo unos problemas con la aplicación uh, de los notific notificaciones um, uh, que tan, no, no están uh, uh, saliendo cuando alguien pone algo, so iban a, a, a trabajar en algo y me iban a dejar saber que, uh, pero nosotros éramos, éramos los primeros que les llamaron y cuando llamaron, preguntaron a nosotros, dijeron, ¿sabes qué? No estamos recibiendo eso. Because um, there's some different ways that you can do it in the app. You can go into your group settings and turn on notifications or turn them off or mute them. Uh, you can do stuff like that. So we had to go through a bunch of stuff to see it. Uh, but as soon as we saw that all that stuff on mine was still and I still wasn't getting them, um, then um, then we knew there's something else going on besides that. So praise the Lord. We'll get it fixed. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we'll get it fixed. But uh, uh, God bless everyone. Good to see everyone here uh, this evening. I know it's uh, in las luchas, en las pruebas. La iglesia sigue caminando. Amen. Amen. I know that, you know, through struggles and, and trials and tribulations, the church keeps on continuing on. Amen. That's all we got. That's all we got. Uh, that's all we know. That's all the church knows from the beginning of time is uh, how to move forward. Um, well, tonight's uh, message, el título del mensaje esta noche, hermanos, es uh, Cuando se rasga el velo. Wow, rasga, is that how you say torn? When you tear, amen. Rasga el velo. When the veil is torn, amen. Um, I uh, th There's a song... Uh, from Mercy Me, that that's a, a line in the song, uh, and I always remember listening to it, and, and it talks about when the veil is torn and you can see him. 
clearly. And I, I always liked that um, term, but uh, in doing some research and, uh, and starting to think about it as I was meditating uh, on a long plane ride <laughs> uh, back, about a seven, uh, six and a half hour plane ride, I started kind of doing a little bit of studying and looking in, into some of the stuff. But once I got into it a little bit more, um, when I had internet, <laughs> I, I found out a couple of things that were quite amazing. Um, everybody knows that the the temple where the priest was in, uh, it had it had a, a you know it looked like a curtain, but they called it a veil. Uh, and so what this uh, curtain would do is uh, not allow people uh, to see the holies of holies, the holy place. Amen. Because uh, God would come in the times of Moses and say, well, I'm going to visit uh, the Ark of the Covenant and be there. And, uh, and, and, that, and that's, that's the process of where the temple had came. But when they built the temple, and the temple that I'm referring to is the temple that uh, Jesus refers to in Matthew, you can imagine this, uh, this massive uh, doorway uh, into uh, the temple. And they said it was 60 feet tall. 60 feet tall, and four inches thick was the curtain. And they had to interwove, or inter, is it interwove? Interweave, interweave, there you go. Um, I don't have my interweave on today. Um, but but uh, they had to do this to, to get that thickness of four inches. So you can imagine that it don't matter if you're probably right in front of the sun, you're not going to see through that. And the type of materials that they were using were extremely thick. So this thing was just a sight to be seen. And, um, and the intent, again, as I mentioned, was for it to uh, not allow people, because the sacrifices were done behind, the priest would go in there, and the sacrifice was done to God, and God would show up, and you know, um, people wouldn't see him, why uh, the miracle was happening, and while his presence was there. Uh, and there's even a, a term, there's even a, a part in the Bible where God tells Moses to tell Aaron to stop going so much because he's, he's going to see him. You know, he's like, he tells, he tells him, hey, let your brother know. He doesn't say it like that. He goes, let Aaron know, you know, stop hanging around so much in that area because, you know, I'm, I'm coming to that place that, and this is in the time of Moses. And it was that impactful is that God wanted that, um, that area where he could do his work unbothered, unseen. And so this was established through years, uh, and the Word of God refers to it a lot, and the temple was established again as, as they moved to Jerusalem, and Solomon built it. Um, but I, I want us to talk a little bit about, as the title says, when the, uh, when the veil is torn, because there's also a mighty time when that happens, and and we've got to understand what that means. El, el es velo en español. ¿Qué se dice? ¿Dice velo? ¿Es velo? Habla la Biblia del velo que hicieron el templo. Y era, how do you say, 60 feet? 60 piso? Yes, yes. De, de altura. Y cuatro uh, pulgadas de, de ancho. Or de, era el, el velo. Uh, que, para que no se podía ver adentro. Y para tener eso lo necesitaban hacer, uh, mezclarlo uh, con, con la, how do you say, thread. Hilo. Hilos. Para hacer este de cuatro pulgadas uh, uh, de ancho el velo. 
Porque no, puedes imaginar, si tú crees que tu, tu uh, material ahorita está bien ancho, tienes calor, ay, ¿por qué usé uh, esta chamara? Cuatro pulgadas de ancho era el, el velo. You know, they, they want to really make sure, ellos querían ser asegurados que no ibas a poder ver adentro. Porque eh, eh, lo que pidió Dios en, en los días de Moisés es que ese era el lugar donde vas, iba a llegar él. Iban a tener sus sacrificios y Dios iba a venir y, y, uh, y estar ahí en ese lugar con las Arisei Priest, sacerdote, uh, que, que, que tenía. So, uh, para entender esto, uh, necesitas uh, imaginar esta grande cosa que tenían, que, que pidió Dios para ellos tenían. Pero vamos a, we're going to turn to Psalms 146.8. Si podemos voltar para Salmos 146.8. Uh, dice aquí la palabra de Dios. Uh, Jehová abre los ojos a quién? Todos juntos, hermanos. Jehová abre los ojos a los, Jehová levanta a los caídos. Jehová ama a los The Lord opened the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. You see, I think what's critical to understand is that David, this is David is following a law from Moses, and, uh, and they had, you know, the, David had great battles for the covenant, the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, enemies stole it, all these different things. But, you know, David starts to prophesize a couple of things that's to come in the New Testament. He starts to say that the Lord is going to open the eyes. El Señor iba a abrir los ojos. ¿De quién? De los ciegos. Y, y muchas veces, hermanos, que era importante, era un mandamiento que, que trajo el Señor al gente de Israel cuando salieron de Egipto. Y por muchos años hay, hay muchas cosas que... Que, que ni sabemos, hermanos, que hay materiales, materiales, ¿es así? Materials, materiales que era pecado para ponerte. Y dice en la Biblia. So, cuando te crees bien, chave, chave, que, que es el chaverón, chaverón, que es el canto, es chaverón o qué es, es chaverón el de mariachis. No sabes, Tina, Tina, el momento que podías brillar. Pero ya te dice, chivarón, ¿qué es el, uh, el que cantan? El, el maracho canta un canto. Pero cuando te crees bien, así, así. Puedes tener material que en la Biblia que dice que es un pecado para ponerte. Y sabemos. Por eso es bien importante, hermanos, que uh, hay muchas veces estamos creyendo que estamos tan bien, pero no hemos buscado en la Biblia que hay materiales que hable. Habla que Dios dijo que no quería que su pueblo se ponían. You know, God, you know, in the word of, if you read in Leviticus and stuff like that, there's materials that you're not supposed to be wearing or you'd be sitting. So, you know, before you start, you know, being very righteous and all that stuff, you better make sure that you're, you don't have some stuff on that you, now, now see, that's where the mercy of God starts coming in. But at that time, God was establishing very hard and crude his people because they had just came out of Egypt. They had just came out of a place where it was all free to do stuff. And I, and I heard a pastor a long time ago as he read that verse, he said, he goes, 
you know, there's sometimes that we're, you know, uh, condemning everyone and not realizing that we need to receive God's mercy because he's merciful on us and he's been merciful. So there was a lot of, uh, of uh, structure that they had. Tenía muchas reglas, hermanos, uh, como estaba diciendo, de los materiales que ibas a usar y todo eso. Y, y muchos de esos se pasaron en el tiempo. ¿Por qué? Porque la misericordia de Dios vino. Pero muchos de nosotros estamos bien listos para, para juzgar a alguien o decir, es pecado, es pecado, estás en pecado. Y no dejar que Dios transforme, que Dios alumbra. Some of us are ready with the sword very quickly. We've got to be careful with that, Peters. You know, we're cutting ears and we're doing all this stuff. And God's saying, I was merciful to you. Learn how to be merciful to others. Necesitamos a saber que es la misericordia, hermanos. Pero lo que me gusta en ese versículo, hermanos, es que David sabía que Dios iba a abrir los ojos de su pueblo. God, uh, David knew back when he wrote this in Psalms that God was going to open the eyes of the blind and he was going to raise them that were bowed down. Now, now what's interesting, it says in Spanish, a los caídos, uh, but in English it says bow down as it, almost as a, a reference of being in the temple. And I can see the, in the English uh, segment of it, it's a little bit different. And he was going to remove that aspect that was so critical to them which was this temple where they felt like, you know, you can't see God, only the, there's only a mediator, which is the priest. You bring your stuff to the priest, and the priest would bring it to God. That's the, that's the times that they were living in, brothers and sisters. And so there's something very powerful as David's talking about this and giving examples of this, but more than anything about our eyes being revealed, how close our Savior is to us. If we turn to 2 Timothy 4, 3. Si voltamos, hermanos, para 2 Timoteo 4, 3. Porque vendrá tiempo cuando ni sufrirán la sana que. Antes, teniendo comenzón de oír, se amotorarán maestros conforme a sus concupiscencias. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts they shall heap to themselves teachers having itchy, itching ears. Verse 4. Y apartarán, apartarán de la verdad el oído y se volverán a las fábulas. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and they shall be turned, be turned unto fables. Es bien importante, hermanos, que entendemos que la doctrina que muchos quieren uh, quitar uh, mucha de la palabra de Dios, quieren meter sus opiniones, sus creencias. There's a lot of people, just because they can't meet a, a, a level, they'll, they'll try to change the word of God they, because it's hard to, uh, to do the word of God or, or in situations where it says thou shalt not do certain things. Or we shouldn't, we should be submissive, or we should do these things, or we should change, or we should, all this stuff. We start to, you know, well, God understands. Well, God knows. God knows my weaknesses. God knows what. So we water down the doctrine. We water down what's, you know, what's, what's the, the foundation. 
Well, we got to take our medicine all the way through, right? We don't just say, I'm going to take part of it right here, and, I, and my expectation is that I'm going to start to feel better. No. You're going to take what was recommended to you, what the physician told you to take. Uh, but many times we don't want that. We, we rather water it down or we have itchy ears to, to mix it. And we got to be very careful with that stuff when it comes to how God's wa- word is presented. Not only to ourselves, but we got to be very uh, cautious on how we present it to others. You know, don't mistake in mercy for an open gate to just do anything you want to. Well, God's going to understand. No, 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 no. You know, God's mercy is teachable. God's mercy is understanding that it takes time. The example that Paul talks about when I was a child, what? There's a process that Paul's talking about there, that God's mercy is there. I thought as a child. And, and I think it's important for us to grab on to this thing. But we got to be very careful because the longer we get into this, the more Pharisee mindset that we can also have. I didn't get too many amens. I heard one amen, which praise the Lord for that. Do we have a lot of Pharisees in here or something? Do we understand what Pharisees are? Necesitamos entender, hermanos, que, que la misericordia de Dios no es algo que es algo débil. Somos débiles porque tenemos misericordia. No somos fuertes porque tenemos, hemos reconocido que Dios tuvo misericordia de nosotros. Pero esas fuerzas pueden, podemos enseñar a otras personas que están en el camino, que están creciendo. No todos van a salir ya andando, ya corriendo, como dice Pablo. Algunos van a gatear, van a comenzar a aprender cómo pararse como niños, cómo caminar despacio. Pero la cosa es que seguimos creciendo. Pero la tristeza cosa es con, con muchos años, a veces viene, somos bien uh, fariseos, somos bien prontos para juzgar, para decir, ah, mira eso, mira eso, mira eso, mira eso. Mirate como uh, me vio, mirate como está vestido, mirate esto, mirate esto, mirate eso. Oh, if you only knew what God held back for you. Que nomás sabemos que, que hizo la misericordia que tuvo Dios para nosotros. Como éramos. That's difficult. I'm telling you, it's difficult. The last thing I want to do is, like I, was, I mentioned on the radio, is for us to have a, a bar up on top of us and we see that we think that we have a full life bar in our walk with Christ, but it's almost on the last red flashing, we're going to die, or we're spiritually dead. Why? Because we were so in, uh, interested in others that we didn't fix ourselves. So that's also part of the doctrine and understanding. What's the greatest gift that God gave us was our salvation. That salvation was of a sinner. He took a sinner's death for a sinner. Having no sin, he took a sinner. So if I cannot look and see and say, God, this love that you showed me, you show to others, regardless of their situation, their circumstances, if they're open to it, if they're wanting to sit down in your presence and be in your presence, you, as you worked with me through the years, can work with others. And there's hope as the sun comes up every single day. And it's our responsibility to show that hope. Es nuestra responsabilidad, hermanos, para enseñar que es un día cada día que estás cambiando. No es algo que sales. Hay unos que, que sí, es, es que, qué lindo es Dios. Hay unos que paran todas las cosas. 
si tenían adicciones, si tenían, si hacían cosas, tomando la droga, lo que sea. Y, y, y salen de aquí y ya no lo están haciendo. Y a otros que se lleva el tiempo. Pero qué, qué triste es para esos que piensan, ah, se va a llevar tiempo conmigo. Pero es duro la, el tiempo. Es mejor nomás aceptarlo y hacerlo, sí es, pero es duro, sí. Es el subir y bajar, es subir y bajar. Es triste esa vida. It's a sad life when you, when you choose, yeah, well, God's working on me, so let him take his time. Well, that process is also hard. It's better just to accept the word and change instead of him having to show you, no, no, you're wrong. No, you're going to lose this. This is going to happen. You're going to hurt. You get, your heart's got to hurt so, so you can understand how my heart hurts when I see you doing this. Yo no quiero aprender de, de cosas que me entristezan, que duelen. Yo quiero aprender creyendo que lo escribió y que, que es verdad lo que está diciendo. I want to believe him by his word, not by, you know, uh, well, he just understands that, you know, I, I have this problem and I've had it for 20 years. I've had it for 40 years. Oh, that ain't God understanding anymore. I need a, you need to have a conversation with somebody because that's not God understanding anymore. That's us enabling ourselves to continue doing it. So if you're struggling with that, you better say an amen and a hallelujah and a praise the Lord and, and preach it. Because it's scary when you are in front of Jesus on Judgment Day and you thought that, I thought you understood. He goes, man, I brought you everything. I threw every lifesaver towards you. I threw everything to save you. I threw all the word of God. I told you, touch, you, you felt this, you saw this, you saw the miracles, you saw my hand. And you still held on to help us, God. But again, the blindness needs to be taken away. No podemos creer, hermanos, que vamos a estar enfrente del Señor diciendo, yo sabía, Señor, que entendiste los... Uh, lo que sufría yo, que lo, los vicios que tenía, todo lo que me pasó. Y qué locura, ¿no? Creyendo que vamos a negociar con el Señor. Alguien que dio su vida sin pecado para nosotros. Alguien que se humilló hasta la cruz. It's crazy we think we're going to negotiate with somebody that gave his life uh, willingly for, for us to say, like, I knew you would understand, God, that, you know, Uh, of, of my shortcomings in these things. God's like, I gave you a lot of time. I gave you time. I, you, you do know that I understood because I gave you this time. But you chose not to change. I want to change. This is part of where the blindness goes away and the veil is torn. This is part of it, hermanos. This is parte de lo que estamos hablando del velo siendo rompido, hermanos. Que podemos ver esto. Y entender que Dios está hablando a su pueblo. Dios está diciendo algo antes que algo va a pasar. Yo, yo digo siempre es triste, hermano. Algo pasa y si podemos ver las predicaciones, vamos a ver que Dios tuvo aviso para nosotros. Un trompeta. Ten cuidado. Vas a ver esto. Esto va a pasar. Pero muchas veces... No estamos oyendo, hermanos, y debemos oír la voz del Señor. Amén. If we turn to uh, Jeremiah 5.21, si voltamos, hermanos, para Jeremías 5.21, dice esto. 
Oír ahora esto pueblo necio. Ay, Dios, perdóname. Y sin corazón, que tienen ojos y no ven. Que tienen oídos y no oyen. Wow. Hear now this, oh foolish people. And without understanding, which have eyes and see not and have ears. And hear not. A veces, hermanos, la palabra es bien torpe, es duro, ¿no? Palabras son duras, Señor. ¿Quién los puede llevar? Pero es cierto, hermanos, a veces estamos con ojos viendo, no viendo. Oídos oyendo, no oyendo. ¿Por qué? Porque tenemos tantas cosas, tantos pensamientos. Ahorita, tanto pensamiento está veniendo, está veniendo ahorita en este momento. There's so many things. You know, the word of God is hard sometimes. I mean, come on. This is probably, you know, the rated G side of the word as it tells you. But, you know, could you imagine being Jeremiah and God telling you to call people fools? People that already hate you because you're, you're preaching a gospel that, or preaching a, a, a prophecy or being a prophet to some hard things, and, and he's telling you to say, hey, fool. Hey, fools. But Jeremiah had to do it. Why? Because he wanted people to understand, like, look, you're seeing God right now. His, his, you're seeing me talk about God. You're seeing his word, and you're hearing it, and you're not hearing it, nor you're not seeing it. And we got to realize that this blindness that comes over us sometimes is that we strike to mold And, and the most dangerous thing, as we were talking about earlier today, is the influence that a lot of things have on us. You're going to find something that fits you. <laughs> you know that? Que vas a hallar algo que te conviene. Yo sé que dicen eso, pero dice eso también. That's why the doctrine, doctrine is so important, as it was saying here in 2 Timothy. Because you're going to find something. Look at look what the pandemic did to some of us. Some of us found something. This is the hill I'm going to die on. Like I told you, I, that pastor that I talked about is it, like, you know, people, neighbors are turning in neighbors in the church. Not even the, the great persecution yet of the gospel. So we got to be careful, brother and sister, because the word of God is true. The word of God prophesizes these things and says these things. And, and some of us, you know, we're, we're, we have eyes, but we don't see. We have ears, but we're not hearing. Because, again, we're very quickly to look everywhere outward and not look in the inward and what we need. We have a reason. We have an excuse. For that, we're good. I don't do this because look at, the, look at that person. Look at that. Did you hear what that person did in the church? Psh, there's a bunch of hypocrites there. There's a bunch of that. Ooh, be very careful because God has mercy on people that are going through things. But your mercy starts to dwindle away when you start uh, not acknowledging God's love for uh, his people. We start designing, we start putting that line saying, God, I don't want you to have that mercy on me because I'm now judgmental. Help me, God, to see things clearly. Praise the Lord. If we turn to Matthew 27, 50, si voltamos para Mateos 27, hermanos, 50. Es importante, hermanos, no, no estén tan, tan prontos para juzgar. 
Estamos bien prontos para juzgar. Quiero entender la persona. Hay muchos aquí que han sufrido mucho, que han pasado muchas cosas, que han vivido muchas cosas, terribles cosas. Yo sé que hay muchas personas que están uh, doloridos, que, están, uh, que tienen uh, golpes que son, que no, yo, no, yo no puedo entender porque no lo pasé. Pero yo estoy orando que Dios puede abrir y romper el velo para que ellos puedan ver que Dios es bueno, que Dios te ama, que Dios puede componer la cosa. It's got to start with us. It's got to start with God ripping the veil in me to see. To first see him in his love and his mercy and his grace. But don't, don't, don't enable yourself. Don't think that you can't change. Do you know what we do when we say like, well, this is what it is. God understands. God is God. God is powerful. God is mighty. God can do it like that. And we stop him when we start saying, well, this is it. This is the way it is. It's not it, and it's not the way it's going to be. I choose differently. I choose to fight. Have you lost your fight? Es perdido tu querer de batallar, hermano, de, de, de querer uh, guerrar. Have you lost your fight? I was talking to somebody this week, and they said, I don't know what I am anymore. Well, that's the problem. Thank you for telling me the problem, enemy. Devil that's there. When you don't know what you are anymore, then you're going to become whatever is influencing you. Estaba hablando con alguien esta semana y me dijo, yo no sé quién soy ya. Y me enseñó bien rápido lo que estaba, por qué estaba pasando lo que estaba pasando en su vida. Porque no sabía quién era. No sabía quién era. Por eso el enemigo le tenía. That's simple stuff right there when we can recognize. When you don't recognize who you are, that you're a child of God, and God's given you authority. Again, preachings that we've had. He's given you power over your, your situation, your problems. And you, then we need to do some work. There's some work that needs to be done. Here in Matthew 27, 50, it says, Jesus, this is the time of Jesus on the cross. Jesus, when he cried again, with a loud voice yielded up the ghost. Mas Jesús, habiendo otra vez exclamando, ma, amado, exclamado, con grande voz dio el Espíritu. Now, we, we've heard, Gabriel did a great job on the radio when he talked about the crucifix and he talked about the suffering of it. He, he, I, I mentioned before, he mentioned it to us one day when we were driving and you could see that he was really impacted by doing all that studying and it was a good conversation on it. But can you imagine that the, the God, the, they didn't kill Jesus. That's the first lie that the devil wants you to believe that they killed him. He gave up his life. Can you imagine that? It's like, it's the God, it's the creator of all things. They would have waited there years. He would have just been, just to show that he, he, he holds it together. He suffered pain. 
He went through pain, but he gave up his life. And right here, listen to the impact of this, because you see, they would do different things, as Gabriel talked about, uh, you know, where they would, the torturing, the whipping, and all that stuff. This was an entire process to get your body ready just to give up. And through all that, he held there and didn't give up. Because he wanted everybody, his family, disciples, to see this love that he had for them. And after he felt that they seen it, he gave up his ghost. And it's such a powerful moment. It's tan poderoso, hermanos. Um, yo he visto uh, vistas viejas. Um, que cuando la tormenta salió, se hizo, puso todo negro, lo, lo hicieron bien. Porque puedes pensar que el que creó todo el mundo dio su vida. No lo quitaron, no lo mataron. Él se lo dio mismo. Un amor que no podemos entender. Es más fácil si alguien viene y te... No tienes nada. Es otra cosa cuando dices, yo lo hago. ¡Uh! Ese impacto, ese impacto, si seguimos leyendo right here, that impact of him just giving up his life. We read here verse 51 and it says, And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake. And the rocks rent. Y aquí, el velo del templo se rompió en dos. De alto abajo, a la tierra tembló y las piedras se hendieron. Brother and sister, I just told you, how, 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 how tall was it? De arriba. No de abajo arriba. Se rompió. Algo del cielo rompió eso para enseñarlos que Dios se reveló. Something from the top ripped it to show us that God had revealed himself. And he gave himself for us. And there's something powerful about that because this moment, which again, four inches thick, it's not like it's like, oops, I tore it, you know, like, oh, oh, man. You know, I've had, I've had some, you know, I, in the past I had like silk shirts. I used to wear silk when I was in shape. I'm joking on myself, okay. But I did used to wear silk. Silk was something back then. Come on, do you, some of you brothers, you had it too. Some of y'all might still have it in the closet. I have a mop on it. But, you know, you'd have something very thin and stuff like that, and you'd catch something and rip it, and you'd be like, ah! Because it was so thin. You know, because silk is so fragile. This four inches thick, and it whoop, from the top to the bottom and opened itself so everyone could see. Y eso no era normal porque ellos creían, ellos no sabían que, quién era Jesús. Ellos no entendían que era el Dios vivo. 
el Mesías. Ellos duraron y en ese momento, en ese momento lo, lo rompió y miraron adentro los que estaban ahí. ¿Por qué? Porque Dios quería enseñarlos algo. God wanted to show us something. Amen. God wants to show us something. Praise the Lord. If we turn to 2 Corinthians 3.13, si voltamos para que dice Pablo aquí en 2 Corintios 3.13, hermanos. And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face. Now, we got to remember this. You know, Moses, when he was in the presence of God, is where it started. He put a veil over his face because he didn't feel that this was right. He couldn't see the glory of God. So that was the intent of put, having a veil there. It's like, I'm in the presence of something amazing here. You know, I need to cover myself. And it says here that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of which was abolished. Verse 14. But their minds were again, what? Entendemos eso, hermanos. Que dice aquí que Moses no podía ver la gloria de Dios. Se puso que? Velo. Pusieron velo. Pero dice algo aquí, Pablo, que Después dice que, empero los sentidos de ellos se embotaron porque hasta el día de hoy les que, que, que queda el mismo velo descubierto en la lesión de Antiguo Testamento. Listen to this. He says, in English it says, but their minds were blinded for until this day. Paul's preaching in 2 Corinthians and he's not even preaching to Jewish people. He's, he's preaching to an open population. He's preaching to a port in Corinth where a lot of ships came in. There could have been Jewish people around, but it wasn't, the population wasn't known for being Jewish. And he says, he's telling the people there that these people were blinded until this day. They're still doing this. They're covering themselves up. They're believing this. Reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. Now, see, the veil was taken away when Christ gave his life. That's where we got our sight to understand that we can see him. We can be in his presence. You understand that there was a time where you weren't going to be in the presence of God. That God would show up there and the priest would take, you would take your sacrifice and give it to God and God would receive it. But God removed that. And there's other doctrines, there's other beliefs, there's other beliefs that they only believe like, hey, you, you, this is the only person. The pastor's the only one that can talk to God. I'm going to tell you one thing. We, we, we receive the word from God, but you can talk to God all you want to talk to God. Have you had a conversation with God is my question to you. Because when you start talking to God and he starts talking back to you, just be prepared for that. Things might tremble, things might darken, the skies might, things might be torn out of you. But as it says right here, away in Christ, verse 15. But even unto this day when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. La cosa es, hermanos, que... Me gusta aquí esta este plática porque muchas veces como creyentes, como, como personas que han, hemos crecido en la iglesia, tenemos más de 10 años, ¿se pone un velo? 
que no, ya no estamos viendo la cosa como Dios quiere que lo veamos. Estamos ciegos, somos religiosos. Some of us have forgotten how it started with us. I don't want to forget how it started with me. I used to have a term that I would always say, you know, you know a garbage can, right? I felt like my life was a garbage can, but not the garbage can, the slime that's at the bottom of the garbage can. Why? Because I had so much goodness around me that I still chose my path that wasn't righteous. I had two parents that loved me, never did anything wrong to me. I had brothers and sisters that were there for me, and yet I still denied Jesus and chose sin. So that's how I felt about myself. Now, some can say, well, Brother Gabe, it wasn't as bad like that. I know what it is. I said, no, 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 but you didn't know what I knew. So I feel that way. I don't want to forget that. Yo no me quiero olvidar, hermanos, que yo nací en una familia que me amaba, que, que un padre que era un ejemplo, buen ejemplo para mí, un madre que era un buen ejemplo. Tenía hermanos y hermanas que estaban ahí para mí, avisándome, dándome ánimo. Pero yo todavía escogí el pecado. Yo no me quiero olvidar de eso. Porque yo te, quiero tener misericordia para personas que sufren en cosas. I want to have mercy for people that go through struggles. I don't want to lift up my head and be like, well, you know, you should know better. Even when I've had conversations with my kids. And sin resurfaces itself like it did back in my days, I need to be merciful. I need not to be harsh and kill spirits and be like, okay, well, we got to get this thing figured out because that's not, it's not good that that's happening. But we keep on reading here. Seguimos leyendo aquí, hermanos. Que tienen el velo en sus corazones. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the what? So, muchos de ellos, muchos de los religiosos, muchos de que creían que estaban haciendo la voluntad de Dios porque estaban todavía viviendo en el ley de Moisés, ellos creían que estaban bien, pero estaban ciegos. ¿Qué te dice ay, hermanos, en eso? What does the word of God tell you there? That you can think that you're okay, but you can be blind. So that's why it's so important to know the doctrine, understand mercy. Por eso es tan importante entender la doctrina y entender que es misericordia. Es importante, hermanos. Es bien importante a saber el poder de la boca. Hay muchos de nosotros que somos peores de brujas maldiciendo cosas. Ooh, did I try to translate that one? It's a, Halloween's already passed, right? I can say that. Some of us are worse than witches putting curses the way we use our mouths on people. Yeah, I said it. Because we're negative, because we say these things. Because we're blind. Because we're just religious on these days. Not realizing that we need to build with our, with our lips. We need to create things. When he say you're going to be something, you are something. God's got something for you. God's going to do something in you. God created you. 
You didn't see it until now, but God's going to do something. Some of us do it to ourselves. You don't even need an enemy. You're your worst enemy. Uno de nosotros lo hacemos a nosotros mismos. Necesitamos enemigos para decirnos que no valemos para nada. Nosotros lo estamos diciendo solo. Yo quiero algo positivo en mi vida. Y es el Señor. Pero el velo se necesita romper. Para que yo pueda entender que estoy en su presencia. Ya muchos de nosotros ya entendemos eso, declaramos eso. Yo quiero estar en tu presencia. Y poder te contemplar. Pero no estamos creyendo que estamos en su presencia. ¿Por qué? Porque estamos ciegos. Ni es porque es ley que creemos. Ay, no puedo estar en la presencia de Dios. A unos sí, porque tienen religión que crecieron y creen eso. Pero para muchos de nosotros no creemos que somos dignos de estar en su presencia. Él rompió eso. He ripped that. Sinner or saint. Listen to that. Listen to that. Well, you better hear that. Religious people are like, oh, I don't know if Brother Gabe's right on that. Sinner or saint is in his presence. Do we not understand that on the day of judgment? Sinner or saint will be in his presence. And what we pray for is that the sinner realizes the presence that they're in. And the blindness is taken away. And they can see him for his beauty. And they can see him for his love. And they can see him for his grace. Qué lindo es, hermanos, cuando estás en su presencia y entiendes el amor que tiene para ti. Tú creíste que nadie te podía entender el dolor, pero él lo entiende. There's something powerful when you're in his presence. You can't even, I can't even explain it. Some of y'all have experienced it. I, some of y'all, you should explain it. But when you're in his presence and he starts to know and heal and bring peace and bring love and bring life, what was lifeless there's something powerful about that nevertheless when it shall turn to the Lord the veil shall be taken away verse 17 now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there's freedom there's liberty the the band's already like oh that's going to be the song we're going to do freedom Verse 18, but we all with open faith, listen to this. Paul's giving revelation here, and pe- the people that he's in front of, they're not, it's not like they're, you know, there's Jewish people there in, in Corinth, and they, they would understand some of this stuff, but he's telling people like people that have customs from countries that they're from as he's preaching this gospel. Look how, look at the word he uses there. But we all with what? With nothing there. No veil. But we all, seeing clearly, are here, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image. Paul was preaching a gospel that they crucified Jesus for. How can you say that we're the same image of him? 
Paul's saying here? It's like looking in a glass and seeing his image. The glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Has the veil been torn? Have you seen him? Lo has visto, hermanos. Has visto el Señor. Has visto el Señor, hermanos. Some of us can say, well, I don't know if I have. I don't know this stuff. Oh, you know if you have. But some of us don't realize that we have access to him. Pero hay unos aquí que no entendemos que tenemos el acceso a él. Que él está aquí. Él está aquí. He is here. Again, sometimes we feel like we're not worthy to be here. That's why, that's why it's hard during the song when it's telling you to lift up your hands. That's why el canto que te está diciendo levanta tus manos, uh, uh, den ánimo, estamos. ¿Por qué? Hay algo dentro de ti, de ti que sabes que alguien está aquí. Que no te deje, que no te está dejando alabar al Señor. There's something that's telling you that God is here. Because you get into this point where you don't want to worship. You don't want to release. You can't even just lift up your hands and say, God, you are mighty. Like even right now, you can't even just say, God, you are good. You are worthy, God. It's you, Jesus. It's you, Jesus. You are so good, Father. And I'm telling you, like Pastor used to say, and it's, it's, it's a very funny thing how he says, he goes, if you're having a hard time praising God here, then heaven's going to be hell to you. Because that's all we're going to do all day. Glory to God. Glory to the Lamb. But again, the moment that the veil is torn from our hearts is the moment we can see him. I want to see him. Because again, you might have that veil. You might think everything's right. You might think you're doing the will of God. And you, just because you're doing the Moses law, but the veil's got to be ripped so we can see him clearly. So we can understand his, his mercy clearly. Amen. If we turn to Ephesians 4, 18. Teniendo el entendimiento entenebrecido. Ajenos de la vida de Dios. Por la que ignorancia que en ellos hay. Por la que dureza de su... Esa es la razón, por la dureza de su corazón, son que ignorantes. No es porque son más ignorantes, son ignorantes porque sus corazones son duros. I like how it says right here, having the understanding darkened. So again, having revelation, someone was like, I don't get it, I don't understand. Well, okay, the curtain torn, I get that whole side of it, I've read that before. I've seen the movie where it shows that stuff, but I didn't understand how he was explaining it in my life today. Estamos queriendo no entender cosas a veces, hermanos. Es simple. Te, te, lo hago, te lo hago más simple en este ejemplo. Si ahorita no estás entendiendo el amor de Dios, el misericordia de Dios, no estás entendiendo que tú estás en la presencia de Dios en este momento, es porque tu corazón está ciego. Como dice aquí, está ignorante. 
El Señor está aquí. The Lord is here. Do you understand that? This place right here is holy. When you come up here and you're praying and you're asking God for something, you're believing that he's here and his presence is here. Now, some of us say, well, I've been here a lot of times and I've done that. With the veil. I've prayed this for years. I've been asking God this for years. With the veil. That veil's got to be torn. You got to have your little Cam Newton moment. It's not Wakanda forever, Kevin. It's Superman. We got to believe something. We got to get excited about something. God has not forsaken us. God is with us. God loves us so much. That he wants to show you, I've been here with you. I'm here with you right now. I'm sitting down with you. I can see God sitting down with us. But it doesn't matter if he's sitting down right next to you. Why doesn't it matter, Andrea? Ooh, I'm taking you back to youth, girl. God could be walking by and you're touching him. And none of that stuff matters because you're not touching him with the intent to pull power from him. Who touched me? What do you mean, who touched you, Jesus? Do you not understand we're in a crowd of people? No, 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 no. Somebody touched me and pulled power out of me. That's when the veil is revealed. You see, that woman saw Jesus. That woman knew who Jesus was. That moment that we know who he is, And what he's done for us, because of the blindness of their hearts, there was ignorance. I don't want ignorance to be in my life anymore. But I want to see clearly. Help me, Jesus. Amen. Ezekiel 38, 23 says, Y seré. Engrandecido y santificado y seré conocido en ojos de muchas que gentes y sabrán que yo soy Jehová. Thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself and I will be known in the eyes of many nations. And guess what, brothers and sisters? Where are we at today? We're in a place now where he's on remote islands. He's in the corners of mountains. His story of his love for us has reached many nations. This prophecy was in the Old Testament. The impact that he's had on you in a conversation that you're having with somebody at, the, at a restaurant or, you know, at work or wherever, it's showing who he is and what he can do. We've got we to understand how the gospel is spread, how he is 
how we're supposed to speak of him. And some of us are silent. Some of us don't say anything. Some of us don't even glorify him for miracles that are happening in our lives. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. I'm going to say it again. Shame on you. If God's done something in your life, glorify him. Because when we don't, then we've covered him up. Cuando no lo hemos hecho, hermanos, es porque el velo está abierto. 2 Corinthians 4.3 says, Segunda de Corintios 4.3 dice, que si nuestro evangelio está aún encubierto entre, entre los que se pierden, está encubierto. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid from them that are lost. Si no estamos teniendo entendiendo que es la, el evangelio de Dios, es porque está escondido a personas que están perdidos. Pero eso es tan importante que vemos al Señor, porque ya no queremos estar perdidos. Ya no queremos que esta buena noticia se está escondido de nosotros. Verse 4. Yeah. In whom the God of this world hath blinded, en los cuales el Dios de ese siglo selló los entendimientos de los que encrudelos, encrédulos, para que no les resplandezca la lumbre de qué? De la gloria de Cristo. ¿Por qué es importante el evangelio de la gloria de Cristo? Porque eso es lo que, que rompió el velo. Hay que, que conocen a Dios. Hay que conocen a Dios. Yo quiero que No, no, no. Que conocen a Cristo. No, they gotta know Christ. For it to be ripped and for them to see. And for the blindness to be taken away. Who is the image of God should shine unto them. Hermanos, I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. Qué importante es, hermanos, que podemos ver a Dios en momentos, momentos difíciles. It's important for us to see God in difficult times, to see God clearly. But again, if our heart, if our minds are covered with a veil so we can't see him clearly when he has ripped and torn that, and we're covering ourselves up so we don't see it. If we read here in 1 Peter 3.12, si leemos aquí en 1 Pedro 3.12, dice aquí, hermanos, porque los ojos del Señor están sobre quién? Los justos. Y, son, y sus oídos atentos a qué? A sus oraciones. Pero el rostro del Señor está sobre aquellos que hacen mal. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and the ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. You see, this is, this is work that we do. Obedience takes work. Obedience takes waking up. Obedience is, is, is something you deny yourself. Deny yourself, it takes work. But 
there's reward off of this work is to know that we've shown God, I recognize the love you had for me. And me denying myself right now at this moment of something that I want because I'm obedient to what you ask of me. I know you're going to hear my prayers. I know you're going to be here with me. I know you're establishing my path. But the opposite of that is not doing God's will and having him turn from you. You don't tell me that if you've disappointed somebody or you've ever been in your life and they just turn from you. That's an awful feeling. I want to be in the presence of his mercy and his love. Yo quiero estar en la presencia de su misericordia, hermanos, y su amor. Porque no los paramos. Quiero leer este, estos dos versículos todos juntos, hermanos. We got to be willing to change. Necesitamos estar dispuestos de cambiar, hermanos. Unos de nosotros estamos diciendo, estamos cambiando. Pero es importante, hermanos, que, que la palabra se ofende, como dijo en Jeremías, necios. Ignorancia, ignorantes. Son palabras torpes, hermanos. Pero necesitamos estar dispuestos de oírlos y entender que Dios está hablando a su pueblo. All of us right now need to hear the word of God and, and recognize and who he is and what he's done. And quit being ashamed of who, what he's done in us. If God has liberated you from difficult things, if God has done difficult things in your life and, and shown you difficult miracles, then you wave that banner. Don't you pick when it is. You wave it all the time. You don't choose when I'm going to wave it here because it's, it's, no, you wave it all the time. Because some of you don't have fight in you. You think you have fight in you, but you're, when you're waving it all the time, you're taking heels. You're placing it on other planets. There's something powerful about when God encourages you. But if we turn here to Hebrews 10, verse 19, it says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter where? Oh, come on now. Come on now. Having boldness to enter into where? Oh, 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 hold on a second. Where is that at? Hold on a second. That's the temple that the veil was torn. ¿Qué está diciendo aquí que así que hermanos teniendo libertad para entrar al santuario por la sangre de Jesucristo el velo estaba rompido. La confianza viene entendiendo que esa sangre hermanos tiene el poder para sanar, para librar, para salvar. Understanding that that blood, when that veil got torn, it said, having, therefore, brethren, boldness. Some of y'all don't have no boldness. Maybe when I put on my silk shirt. But boldness is like a kid that doesn't knock. Hey, are you going to knock? I got kids that don't knock as they're walking in. 
Hey. We'll lock the door. Los mexicanos will lock the door then. Si no querías. Boldness is a kid knowing that, hey, I can go anywhere in this house because it's my father's house. Teniendo un confianza, hermanos, para entrar al santuario, entendiendo que Jesucristo, que la sangre de Cristo ha librado, ha sanado, hermano. Yo sé que tienes problemas. Yo sé que has pasado cosas. Yo sé que has visto cosas. Yo sé que el pecado es real en tu vida. Yo entiendo estas cosas. Pero entendemos que estamos en la presencia del Señor de señores. We've thought we've understood it before. We thought we got it. But we were getting it like Moses people. Well, I know I'm not in front of God right now because I can't be in front of God. He's behind the veil. But he's wanting you to know you enter because I opened the door for you. And if we turn here to verse 20, Versículo 20, hermanos. By a new and living way which he had consecrated for us through the veil. That is to say, his flesh. He tore the veil so you could enter. He said, no more you putting your writing down your needs or talking to somebody thinking they're going to get it to me. You come to me. You come to me. You come to me. You come to me crawling. You come to me all stained. You come to me with blood on your hands. You come to me feeling like you can't be loved by anyone. Tú no más ven me. Ven a mí, dice el Señor. No importa esa situación que estás. No importas el, el pecado que tienes en tus manos ahorita. Si tú tienes un intento de cambiar. Si tú tienes un querer de cambiar. Si tú tienes algo en tu corazón para dar al Señor. Necesitamos entender que Él está aquí. Y está listo para recibirnos. Lo voy a pedir hermanos que pasan. I'm going to ask you all to pass on up. And I'm asking right now, brothers and sisters, more than anything, that God gives you understanding of what his mercy is and to be in his presence. Para estar en la presencia de Dios, hermanos. No me siento digno. Can you sing that song, Digno? Can you do that one? Is it? Oh, Okay. No me siento digno estar aquí. No entiendes quién soy. ¿Qué ha hecho yo? El pecado que ha hecho. No entiendes lo que, como sufro, eh, las adicciones, el pensamiento, el pecado, el pecado que tengo en mi vida. No entiendes lo que me pasó cuando era niño. El dolor que llevo. You don't understand. The sin I carry, what I, what I take in my life, the hurt that I have. You don't understand. You don't understand. You're right. But you know what? That veil has got to open up because the one that was behind it now can show you 
that he understands. Vamos a orar, hermanos. Lord Jesus, we're here, Father, in your presence, Lord. We see you, Lord. We understand that you're here, Father. We're asking you to heal our hearts, Lord. Heal our minds. Remove the ignorance, the blindness from us, Jesus, that we can understand as we walked up here, Father, we walked into your presence, Jesus. Help us to understand mercy, Lord. Help us to understand what your strength is when you give it to us, Lord. Help us to understand it's because of your strength that we're here right now in your presence, Lord. Many of the times that we wanted to give up, many of the times we wanted to take away our lives, Lord, many of the times we wanted to surrender, Father. You've got us here to this place, Lord, and now we want to see you clearly, Lord, and understand, yes, that life does bring its scars. Life does bring its wounds, Father. But we're not going to be influenced by life. We're going to be influenced by you, Jesus, and your love for us, Father. Help us to use this in ministry, Father. Help us to proclaim your goodness, Lord. Help us to testify, Father, of what you've done. Help us to be healed, Father. We want to be healed, Jesus. We want to be healed, Jesus. We want to be healed, Jesus. Queremos ser sanados, Señor. Father, I want to ask you right now, Lord, that your presence, Lord, feel the hearts, restore the hearts, restore the minds, purify us, Father that we can recognize that this moment is purification and this moment's a lot better, Father, than fires of tribulation, Jesus, of the hurt that comes, the breaking of hearts, Father. Queremos entender, Señor, y en tu presencia, Señor, estando ahorita tu misericordia que puede entrar, que puede limpiar, Señor, es mejor que fuego, Señor, tribulaciones, Señor, El quebramiento de corazón, Señor. El perder de cosas, Señor. Es mejor estar en tu presencia ahorita y aceptarte, Señor, que sufrir, Señor. Porque solamente tú ganas, Señor. Solamente tú, Señor, eres digno. Estoy pidiendo, Señor, ahorita en este momento que tu presencia entra a nuestras vidas, Señor. Que tu presencia, Señor, Da entendimiento en lo que necesitamos en nuestras vidas, Señor. Queremos crecer contigo, Señor. Ya no sufrir en este mundo, Señor. Ya es tiempo, Señor. Ya es tiempo de crecer, Señor. Ya es tiempo de acercarnos a ti, Señor. It's time. It's time, Jesus, to grow up. It's time to see you, Jesus. It's time to go to you, Jesus. Not away from you, Father. Oh, Father, you know the heart of man. It is you that has created it, Jesus. I'm asking right now for your presence, Father, as we worship you. Bless the children here, Father. Bless the teachers here, the classes, this ministry, Lord. Bless our community, Lord. Bless this state. Bless this country, Father. Bless the hurt in the world, Father, that's going on, the confusion that's around the world, that all the believers can unite and pray, Lord, for the goodness of what it is, your salvation to be spread, Father. I ask, Father, for those that are in need of special prayer, Lord, tonight, that you hear their prayers, Father. That they believe, Father, that they were in your presence and that you heard them, Father. And that you didn't turn away, Father, because you could see that their hearts were ready and willing to change. 
Te estoy pidiendo ahorita Señor Por los corazones que quieren cambiar ahorita En este momento Señor Que te pueden ver Señor Y saber que tu misericordia, tu amor Señor Está aquí en este momento Que estás escuchando sus oraciones ahorita Señor Sus peticiones ahorita Señor Que te miran a ti y no más a ti Señor En este momento Que están en tu, tu presencia Dios Bendiga a las familias aquí, las casas aquí, Señor. Que tu voluntad, Señor, en las, nuestras vidas, Señor, reina, Señor. Let your will reign in our lives, Father, and your purpose. Bless the children here, Father, and all the families and homes, Father. As we thank you and ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus. Let's worship the Lord. Amen.